Thank you for listening to Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills. At Crossroads, our mission is to be the church by sharing and showing the love of Christ and inviting others to be recipients of Christ's love. Now, here is this week's message from Pastor Floyd Hughes. First and foremost, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for our Sunday morning worship celebration. Um, and although we are kind of celebrating Christmas in a way we never have before doing it here at the restaurant, can we start by doing what we always do and just giving thanks and praise to God. So I'm going to ask you guys to all bow your heads. God, we're so grateful that we get to spend this Christmas morning worshiping you, celebrating you, and rejoicing in you. And we are grateful that we get to do it together. Uh, we pray that every person this morning, not just in this room, but wherever they are, that they're giving praise and thanks to you for the birth of your son, Jesus Christ. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Now, can everyone hear me okay? Because normally the microphone and normally I don't talk that loud. Also, before we start, can we give a huge thank you, even though they probably won't make it out here, to Glenn and Stacy for opening their restaurant and allowing us to have our Sunday celebration here. Yeah, can you go get them? Yeah, I know I know Stacy doesn't want to be out in the public eye, but yeah, that, that would be great. Um and I know you guys can't see it, uh, but also there's a list up here of all of the people who volunteered for the dinner that's going to happen later from noon to 4 p.m. Uh, all of the people who gave money or food or baked or did whatever. Uh, and if your name isn't up there, it's up there. Thank you. But can you guys come over here? Stacy said, do I have to? Just a huge Merry thank Christmas. Not only for letting us be here, but also for opening your restaurant to the entire communities, plural, mm -hmm. and anyone who wants to come. So if anyone's watching and you don't have a place to go Christmas, come here, enjoy a free meal uh, on behalf of Glenn and Stacy and a host of other a lot of donors people. and volunteers. And really quick, I know some of them know, but don't, can you just share your My status? Stuff. Yeah. My status. We are running and scrambling back there. There's food being prepared like you wouldn't believe it. It's awesome tasting. Four years ago when I was diagnosed with leukemia, it was a struggle for the past four years. This person right here that's hiding behind me is the person, one of the reasons that I'm still giving and going. Um, we've had many valleys, we've had many peaks, but we're still here. We were given two and a half years. We're here four years and two months and test results so far say I'm clean, no AML. Amen. Thank you, God. He's the first one we thank. And we thank my wife for her support. We also thank Mary Olamute, because the Cancer Center is amazing. And the thing that keeps me going is the two little kids sitting in this dining room as my grands go, let's go. And Rita, Rita, say hi, Pop Pop. Thank you, dear. That's what's going to keep me going. But please, if you're alone, if you have no food in your refrigerator, 11 to 4, get your bum down here. Noon to 4. Noon to 4. <laughs> That's 11. <laughs> we'll be ready. Come on down and be with us. Thank you. If you do have food, but you just don't want to do the dishes today, 
<laughs> Come down, noon to 4 p.m., bring your whole family, all the college kids that came home, bring them down here and enjoy your meal. Thank you guys so thank much. You. And tell all the volunteers, huge thank you to them. Yeah. The well. outpouring from the community has been unbelievable. It's a great thing. It looks like we're trying and we're going to be successful. Let's get Christ back in Christmas. Amen. The Amen. nation has neglected him, turned away from him, and he in the Bible is clear. If we come back to him, he will make our nation prosper. So we've got to get him back involved. Thank you all. We love you. I gotta go. The pot roast is coming out of the oven. All right. Uh, so that being said, um, we're done. He preached. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come on up. Larry had something that he wanted to read. Hey. Actually, I have two things. One thing I have is that look for the pastor from each and every one of us in the church. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. And I have another thing here. Move my mic and pull it up. So <clears throat> Dear Crossroads Community Church, just to let you know that the Crew Missions, Inc. Inc. has decided due to COVID restrictions in the last two and a half years of unable to get volunteers on our work days, that we have decided to disband. According to our bylaws, any funds that were in our account were to go to a 501c3 organization, which we felt was to be the church where we had originally started this mission with the help of the parishioners. It has been a wonderful experience with both being part of the church, then creating our own entity and meeting great volunteers from our church or from the outside when we went on, out on our own. It was also a warm feeling that we got from meeting and helping the all help all the wonderful homeowners that were so appreciative of the work we were able to do for them in helping to clean up and make their environment around them look nice. With sad hearts, we will miss everyone that we have met and came across in the past 13 years. Enclosed is a check in the amount of $6,580.01 payable to the church to be used as needed. Hope this will brighten the church's spirits for the coming Christmas season. God bless everyone that was involved at one time or another. Sincerely, Larry Johnson and Judy Robbins. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show this, and then I'm going to pass it off to Karen. Because <laughs> we know what happens when I, I, I misplace stuff, and it will get lost uh, and put somewhere. Praise God. So... Since it is Christmas morning, uh, I wanted to share a couple of Christmas verses, ones that you guys are probably familiar with, ones you've been hearing this whole season of Advent. But it's important because if we don't focus on the Christmas verses as well as the Christmas traditions, then the whole meaning of Christmas gets lost, right? If all we do is focus on, like, the Christmas tree... You guys can come in. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. Don't mind me. <laughs> All we do is focus on the Christmas tree. And um, I know I'm just walking around here so they can see it. If all we do is focus on like the Christmas stockings and the decorations and all of that stuff without taking the time to focus on the actual meaning, the Bible verses, the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, it can get really lost. So let me share a couple of quick verses uh, one you've probably heard over and over, Isaiah chapter 7, 
verse 14. It says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. And the word you is plural because it's not just to all of the people in Isaiah's day. It's to all of humanity that God says, I'm going to give you a sign. And the sign is that a virgin will give birth. And a lot of people get confused because that word virgin in the Hebrew is not actually translated to a word virgin. It literally means an unmarried woman. And there are unmarried women who um, have children. There are unmarried women who may have been married before, but they're not married now, or they may be widowers. But that word in the Hebrew was specifically for an unmarried woman who, and there's children in the room, who hadn't done the married thing yet? Is that, um, you, you get the point, right? Okay, kids in the room, just bear with me. Okay, so um, another verse is Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 to 7. For to us, again, plural, all of humanity, a child is born. To us, all of humanity, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And in that, in that whole phrase, uh, God told Isaiah to use those names for a reason because wonderful counselor is a euphemism for what we call the Holy Spirit. Throughout the New Testament, he's referred to as the counselor. Uh, mighty God and everlasting father uh, indicates that this son who's given to us is going to be a part of the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And without those verses, without those prophecies, which are more than just prophecies, they're actually promises from God to include us in a part of his family. And the way that he does that is through the birth of Jesus Christ. And if we don't focus on those verses, if we don't continue to tell people about them and share those verses, then all we have are the traditions, which are awesome by themselves, but then they get lost, they get muddled, and they get confused. And I want to show you an example of this, um, and bear with me. Uh, there's a Christmas movie that I just added to my, like, Christmas traditions. Like, I'm going to watch this every Christmas season. I already watched it three times this Christmas season. And before I do that, do you guys have movies that you watch every Christmas? Am I the only one? Um, is anyone willing to share any of those? And we're just going to take... We're just going to take Die Hard off the table for now, since it's Christmas morning, and just assume those who say it is, it is, and those who say it isn't, it isn't. But what are some of the Christmas movies that you guys watch on a regular, like, every Christmas? Oh, it's a Wonderful Life. Awesome. Great. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Anyone else? Which one? All of the claymation movies that not... Do you have to pay to stream them somewhere? They're like not free anymore. Are they still free? Like, no. Ru Rudolph, oh, you can find them on YouTube. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, all the classic ones. And um, there's probably a bunch of others that you guys watch. Anything on Hallmark where small town girl goes home, finds the love of her life, gets married to Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. But... Here is one that I added, um, and, and don't make fun of me for this. I mean, you can on the way home, just don't do it now, uh, called 
Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Has anyone watched this yet? Okay. Seriously, when? Really? And Chad, come on. I, I, I figured you two would be the only two in the building who probably had watched this, and you guys haven't watched it yet. It is phenomenal. Yes, it's called a holiday special. Yes, it's a Marvel movie. No, it doesn't talk about Christ. But the whole point of the movie is that because of all the Christmas traditions, the whole point of Christmas has been missed. Now, granted, it's, it's a bunch of uh, people from other planets, not real, people from other planets, who hear about the Christmas traditions from other people, from other people from other planets, who heard it from one human, like, years ago. And the whole movie starts, uh, bear with me, with a song that kind of shows the whole point of how just focusing on the Christmas traditions can cause us to miss the whole point of Christmas. Now, granted, uh, what they do is they say that the whole point of Christmas is family, right? That, that's, that's the whole point. It's about family. Yes, in point it is, because one of the reasons that God shared all those verses and one of the reasons that Jesus Christ came is so we could be a part of his family. But here's, here's, there's a song they start with. I'm going to sing this. I was going to ask Brandon to play it on his guitar, but maybe next year we can do this. Uh, it's called, I Don't Know What Christmas Is, But Christmas Time Is Here. Okay, so bear with me. I'm only going to sing the first. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to kind of say it. it. It goes like this. It goes, out on the third planet closest to the sun, there's a special celebration, and it sounds quite fun. A jolly old fellow brings toys to everyone on a holiday they call Christmas. Makes sense so far, right? We can all agree with that. And then the person who's singing it, who is not human, he's from another planet, says, now, I'm not going to lie, it makes no sense to me, but here's what I've discovered about this Christmas mystery. Now, bear with me. Again, it's a movie. Don't judge me. You can make fun of me on the way home, though. And this is how it goes, and it's really upbeat. Santa is a furry freak with epic superpowers who flies to every human home in under 14 hours. He's a master burglar and a pro at picking locks because he just comes in everybody's home. If you don't leave milk and cookies out, he will put dung in your socks. <laughs> then it goes on and it says, if you act nicely through the night and don't jump on your bed, Santa comes with sugar plums and curls them at your head. Now, I have at least over 50 Christmases under my belt, and not one had a sugar plum in it. So I don't even know why that's still a part of the tradition. Then it says this, but if you're on his naughty list, he shoots missiles at your toes. They're misunderstanding a mistletoe. All of us have made it through this Christmas season. Has anyone had mistletoe a part of their Christmas celebration this year? Yeah. You did? Really? All right. One person saved the whole tradition. All right. And this, this, is, this is the uh, chorus to this song. Rain, 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 rain. Dear, 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 dear. I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. And probably my favorite part of the song is, what the heck's a turtle dove? And who lit up that deer? 
I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. Now, understandably, we are familiar with a lot of those traditions, so we get it. But if you're explaining it, just the traditions to someone else without the supporting verses and the meaning of Christmas, we can see uh, how it can get muddled. In the book of Matthew, chapter 1, the book of Matthew, chapter 1, this is what it says. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, so she was literally that word, Hebrew word that's applied to an unmarried woman, uh, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. And because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. And a whole other message is we need more men who treat women like that, who are willing to honor them, encourage them, instead of misuse and abuse them. whole other message for another time. And then it goes on, it says, But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. And it was important that he be identified as a son of David because according to Jewish custom, the throne was passed down by the father. So if Joseph was going to be Jesus' stepfather, so to speak, then he, as an descendant of David would then thereby make Jesus a descendant of David. But because there are some people who are kind of critical of that, uh, if you read through uh, the Gospel of Matthew, there's one lineage. In the Gospel of Luke, there's another. Through the lineage of Mary, because your Jewish heritage was passed down through the mother, she was also a descendant of David. But the angel said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus is the Greek form of the name Joshua, which means the Lord saves. Now, all of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. And we know, because we just read, that's the prophet Isaiah, that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And the verses we just read, those are the, in Matthew, those are the literal fulfillment of the prophecies and the promises that God made through the prophet Isaiah to include all of us as a part of his family through the birth of his son, Jesus Christ. That's why we celebrate Christmas. That's why we decorate. That's why we put up all the decorations. That's why we sing the Christmas songs, watch the Christmas movies. It's why we get together with family. It's why we forgive the family members who we've been mad at all year long. Because we are celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ and that his birth allowed all of us to be a part of God's family. The Apostle John said it this way. He said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then he says that the Word, who was God, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. So God became flesh, made his dwelling among us, and then he went to the cross and died for us so that we could become a part of his family. And that's worth celebrating. In the book of Luke, it says, and this is the, the verse that everyone knows as the Charlie Brown verses. 
because we're in Charlie Brown, and that's another Christmas tradition. I think you have to stream that somewhere as well. One of the movies you watch at Christmas, when Charlie Brown is running around saying, Any, can anyone tell me what Christmas is? Linus responds, this is what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And he says, then there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. That word Messiah, Hebrew word which for uh, a word that we use today, Christ. That's all Messiah means, Christ. So that's why we call him Jesus Christ. It's not his last name, it's his title, and that just means the anointed one, the one whom Isaiah was talking about. It says, suddenly a great company, a plethora, is, is, is the actual word, of the heavenly hosts appeared, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. And probably one of the best Christmas traditions is not from that, but from what happened after that, is they went out and told everyone about the birth of Jesus Christ. Because of the birth of Jesus Christ, they went out and told everyone that they're now a part of his family. So when we celebrate Christmas, we're celebrating that God made us a part of his family. Let me stand over here so they can see you, Rita. I should ask your parents, is it okay that she's on one? <laughs> but that's okay. But that's what Christmas is all about. That's why we celebrate, that we're all family. Is there anyone here from West Mifflin? You guys, West Mifflin, right? Raise your hand, West Mifflin. Okay, keep your hands up. Anyone else? Jefferson Hills? Okay. Wow, a lot of Jefferson. Elizabeth. Yeah. Anyone who I didn't name? Okay. Everybody, regardless of where you're from, when we all put our faith in Christ, because of the birth of Christ, then we all become family. We all become connected. Um, shameless plug. You want to get up so you can see? There we go. <clears throat> because we're family. So, shameless plug. I just wrote a book about evangelism based on a conversation with my niece, who's not much older than Rita. How old is Rita? Three. Okay, she's a little bit older. She's eight. <laughs> <coughs> Myself and my niece, we sat down uh, at one of our summer, I think it was this summer vacations, and we had a discussion about evangelism and what does it mean. And I told her, based on what she and I discussed, we're going to put it in a book for children so that children can have an idea of what evangelism is. And I told her that, hey, you know what? One of the aspects of evangelism is connecting with people that don't necessarily look like you. Because my niece, she's eight, but she looks more like Rita because her parents are Hispanic and Italian. So... Uh, her skin tone close, way closer to Rita's than to mine, but we're family because we're connected, not just by human family, but by God. So when Rita gets to that point and says, hey, I want to put my faith in God, then we'll be connected and family because of our relationship with God. And that's what the whole thing about Christmas is celebrating, is the fact that God loved us enough to send his son to be born in a manger so that we could all be family. And all of the traditions that we do can get muddled and lost if we don't include that aspect. 
So I'm going to ask us to do one more. Uh, yeah, we have some time. One more Christmas tradition. Um, I get it's like 11:30 and it's broad daylight out, and we don't have candles to do it. But is everyone okay if we just sing Silent Night? Now. I get some people may not know all the words, but I'm going to read them to you and then we'll sing it. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round young virgin, mother and child, holy infant, tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. And I'm going to put this microphone up here so it's not just capturing me singing, because that would not be what people want to hear. So are you guys ready? I know more about a turducken than I do about a turtle dove, though. Okay, are you guys ready? Silent holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round young virgin, mother and child. Holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. So I'm going to ask you guys to bow your head. God, we thank you so much that on this day that we celebrate, you sent your son to be born so that we can be a part of your family. We pray that this day and every day going forward, we take to heart that message of love and grace and forgiveness made possible by the birth of Jesus Christ. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. 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 Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, in about... 20-ish minutes or so, 23 or so, uh, they're going to open for uh, everyone to enjoy a Christmas meal. Uh, can we do this? Can we pray? Because uh, there were so many people that volunteered. There are volunteers back there now helping out. So many people that volunteered uh, financial resources, baked goods, all kind of stuff. But one of the fears is that people might not show up. So they have a whole load of food to feed like several towns, but we don't know who's coming, you know? So can we just pray that people actually come out? God, we, uh, we pray that people will come out and take advantage of the resources that you made available. We pray that, uh, and we give thanks to every person who's volunteering, every person who donated. Thank you so much for Glenn and Stacy and uh, just their willingness to give back to the community. And we pray that people would come and partake of their generosity and the generosity of the donors and of the volunteers. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We hope you enjoyed the message. If you did, please leave a comment on our webpage, crossroadsofjeffersonhills.com, or our Facebook page. You can also join our Sunday celebration every Sunday at 1037 a.m. We look forward to hearing from you online or in person. Thank you and God bless.